This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Ned Campbell. excited. I don't even want to pretend like we are who we are. I want to kick it old school and get in a time machine and go back 25 years. And we're in Santa Rosa, California. I was 20 years old. Oh my gosh. Wow. Tell me one thing that like no one has ever known or seen or heard. Something that's like emblematic of that time, you know? I was thinking of this yesterday and, and I was remembering a dinner that we had at the wrap. Um, just after we'd wrapped, we went to this Italian restaurant in, in Santa Rosa and we all sat down around a table and everyone got up one by one and talked about how life-changing the experience was on the movie. And yes, there was like, we felt had a sense of lightning in a bottle on the film itself, but the experience for each of us was extremely meaningful. Um, so that dinner was kind of amazing. I remember some faint memory of us all, like group of us all hanging out by a tree. I remember it was, that too. Yeah. yeah, it was right at the end. Mm -hmm. It was like right under a tree. Was that with the bonfire? Because we did have I a think fire. So. We had yeah. A, yeah, we were outside and we had a bonfire. And I, I actually remember us talking, I can't remember who said it. I think maybe it was Matt might've said, do you think, like, do you think if this actually does well, that there could be a costume? And we were all like, nah, really? Do you think a costume? And now, I mean, every year, every Halloween, I open the door and there's a ghost face at some point. I remember them coming back. Like it must've been right toward the shooting, beginning of the shooting. And like, they had gone and found the mask. Mm -hmm. They said they found it in the back of this toy store. Weston, like any of the masks he was seeing, he said, do you have anything old in the back, like under something? And then they found the mask. No <laughs> way. I don't remember yeah. that. And I, I had like the party it. room. I had the crazy party room where I had like black light posters Ooh. and things on the wall, lava lamps, and everyone would come and commune there. <laughs> when you stay in Santa Rosa, you are, you, there's, you're destined just to hang out with each other. You can't just pop in and out. It was a real bonding experience for all of us. Yeah. And we all became really good friends. And um, I mean, right, it was just, and Wes just yeah. so wonderful. And all the producers were great. We just, mm -hmm. we were a big family for sure. We yeah. became so close, Courtney. I remember at the poster shoot, I was like having a nervous breakdown because I was having a false sense of being pregnant. I kept asking you, how do you know if you're pregnant? Like, I'm freaking out. We're supposed to shoot this poster, but oh my God, like I just started dating somebody and I, I how do you know? 
I felt safe going to you. Like you were the mature, safe person in the room. I was the like, older one and I was the right person to ask. <laughs> I just, I remember also being like so excited as an actor to do a scary movie. And I don't think there had been a film like Scream where it was such high stakes and so terrifying and then like campy and humorous and a comedy at the next turn. Yeah. Also just to, you know, to kill off the iconic Drew Barrymore in the first segment of the film and it was 13 minutes or 14, it was so powerful yeah. that you knew they were gonna take a chance like that that you just knew it was gonna be so, just this shocking to the audience. Okay, so Courtney, you're playing Monica on Friends and then you get to come on this film. What is it that you tell yourself or like talk to Wes about where you're like, I want this to be different and this is how? Well, I think that I had to talk Wes into letting me do this. I, I definitely had a thing where I needed to prove that I could be, you know, bitchy or, you know, she was just uh, kind of ruthless, but at the same time, it was, it was, the, we were kind of the comic, you know, I was over the top. So it was a different kind of comedy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I loved it. I, I loved all the, the, you know, each scream, I would try to come up with a different look for her that was just over the top gross or ugly or too much, whether it was the this blonde. Oh, well, that was the worst. I don't want to, I, I forgot about it. There's nothing worse, but that was a big lesson in life because that will forever, forever be on film. And I, we only had one set, one set of bangs. And uh, I remember they were cut on the set. You're supposed to have like a thing that starts back here far back and that's where the part goes for the bangs. <laughs> for some reason, someone put it here and started cutting and I went, well, I don't have a choice now. <laughs> I guess what? I remember that day, cause we were all like, no, they're good, really. <laughs> the highest voice you can get the pitch. It's so And here we are, one of the most successful, iconic franchises in cinema history. Congratulations to you guys. You know, that mask is iconic. There's a new scream. Like, how exciting is that? You know, you know what's special is um, because of COVID, the the younger cast, the newer cast in this film had a very similar experience to ours. They were all forced into one hotel together. They obviously weren't spending time with anyone else outside of the film. So they were basically isolated together in the same way that we felt we were in Santa Rosa. And they had a very similar exp experience. They bonded, they had a blast. They're big fans of this franchise. So that was really cool to see how excited they were to be a part of these films. Um, so yeah, it's nice actors. to see that. Oh, yeah. yeah, and they're amazing, like really talented kids. So I gave them all a Bob Ross painting lesson because I'm a certified Bob Ross instructor. <laughs> so I bought them all kits and we all sat around painting together. David! Three week course in Florida. You can all become one. <laughs> what do you not do? Right? <laughs> um, okay, so are you guys proud of this movie. How do you feel about the new directors who came in, you know, picking up something so legacy? Like, Nev, from your perspective, how do you feel about this reboot? 
Great. Honestly, I think, um, you know, I'd been apprehensive about jumping into this uh, when I'd heard it was being made just because I think we all were a bit nervous about making it without Wes um, because he's so responsible for the mastery of these films and this franchise. Um, But the directors, Matt and Tyler, sent me a letter um, prior to my accepting the film telling me that they actually were inspired to make um, Ready or Not, their other film, by the Scream movies, and they became directors because of Wes Craven. And that meant so much to me. Um, they said in the letter, we're going to honor his legacy. We, we, you know, we really believe in his work, and this is going to be a genuine Scream movie. It's going to be in that, that same vein and energy and at the same level, and we want to do right by it. I mean, it was such a beautiful letter, and they did it. Honestly, they did it. The movie is great. Fans are not going to be disappointed. And I'm really glad that I signed on to this one. Courtney, what's it like from your perspective? Um, it was really emotional when I walked on the set and was felt like I was right back in Woodsboro. But, you know, Wes wasn't there. And it was just like, mm. oh, God. I mean, it was there was a lot of tears all the time and, and just feeling him. But um, like Nev said, the directors are they were, they were so kind and so every single thing they did was in honor of Wes yeah. and um, Matt and Tyler are just incredible directors. So I, I, I enjoyed it. And I just love the, the feeling of bringing something back and knowing it's going to be as good as the first and different, but still in the vein of, you know, the class that it had. I'm so glad. All right. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break with more from the cast of Scream. to some super scream fans for a little Drew and Day. <laughs> All right, Corey and Sean, what's your question? <laughs> I don't know if you can see, but I made this shirt for you, Courtney. It says gays love Gail Weathers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, well, like, that scene is so iconic and this movie is so iconic. I was wondering, like, was there ever a moment that when you were filming that you just sat back and was like, wow, we really just created something so iconic that will stand the test of time? Um, I, I think there, there was no way to know that, that these films would, would have this kind of a, a life. Um, I think, as I said earlier, I think we had a sense of lightning in a bottle, but to know that they would last 25 years and that millions of people would be Uber fans and that, you know, we'd see our faces tattooed on people's legs, which has happened many times. Um, There's no way to comprehend that. Thank you, Corey and Sean, so much. Thank you for wearing your Courtney Cox sweatshirt. Okay, let's take a quick look at another iconic scene that a fan has a question about. Sub night, what happened? Are you all right? She's not answering any questions, all right? Just leave us alone. No, no, Tatum, it's okay. She's just doing her job, right, Kim? Yes, that's right. So, how's the book? Well, it'll be out later this year. Oh, I'll look for it. I'll send you a copy. Hi, guys. Um, So my question is for uh, Nevin Courtney. Your characters seriously uh, kick butt and including each other at times. Uh, But who would win in a fight between Gail, Sydney, and uh, Laurie Strode, a.k.a. Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween? Oh. Uh. 
I think it would have to go down between you and Jamie because I'd be out. Somehow I'd be putting lipstick <laughs> on and something, somebody would just slash me. I think I got to give it to Lori. Really? Oh my, well, I mean, Jamie Lee, come on. She's, she's such she's incredible, incredible, yeah. incredible yeah. woman. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank yeah. you guys so much. Thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> This fan is on Zoom. Hi, what's your question? Do you think the character of Randy died too soon? For sure. Absolutely. Of course. We'd, we'd all love to have Randy back. Randy is funny. <laughs> Do you mind taking off your mask, sir? I didn't get to shave yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's good on you. Hi, you Jamie. Awesome, buddy. Hey, Jamie. Jamie, will you tell us one thing about your Scream experience that nobody might know? Give us a fly on the wall memory. I was always the fifth wheel, the third wheel. Uh, after uh, the me and Nev and Matthew went to uh, the city together and uh, Champagne Supernova, remember that, Nev? And uh, oh. we were always listening to Oasis. Mm. And you guys had a budding thing. And um, Courtney and David, I don't know if you remember the table read, but after we shared a limo at the airport together, and uh, let's just say you guys were, you know, had your own part of the limo, and I was over here. Everything <laughs> Boy, Drew, you asked for something no one knew. There you go. And here we are, 25 years later. Jamie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, more with the cast of Scream, my fellow friends, right after the break. When you're committed to raising the standard, you're bound to ruffle some feathers. At Happy Egg, we like to say we farm differently. But in reality, we produce eggs the way people used to, by partnering with local small family farmers who raise our happy hens on eight or more acres. Because in our opinion, farming shouldn't be complicated. It should be happy. Choose happy with Happy Egg. Visit happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you.